Hi friends, I'm Cody. And I am Megan. Welcome to Project Friend. Join us as we reconnect our long-distance friendship and delve into all things life and experiences, both funny and more meaningful. So, grab your cup of something sweet and let's dive in. Guess who's back? Back again. Cody and Meg are back. Back again. Talking about relationships. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? We're back and we have so many interesting conversations to unpack today about relationships. So you know that this is going to be a good podcast episode if one of us is already wrapping and it has been about two seconds. But yes, friends, we are back with our relationship podcast part two because we had such an incredible conversation. I think it was a two hour recording time and there was no way that we could have cut it down to half an hour so we decided to extend this episode into two parts and we are so excited to jump right back in. So since you've given me the go-ahead to dive straight in I'm going to do just that. So for those listening we haven't seen each other in a couple of years and the last time we did see each other we were in our 20s so I'm so intrigued to know what you think my type is in terms of like who you envision me dating. Okay, so I would imagine him tall, with dark hair, um, a very kind face. So I, someone I wouldn't like necessarily think as classically attractive. So not like Brad Pitt or a, a model, but someone... Damn it, really? <laughs> someone who, who has a kind, like a really kind face, but like is attractive because you can see that they are a nice person. For some reason, I picture him wearing gumboots or like Wellington boots. Uh, he's like walking through a, a field. I like I'm giving you like a whole mental picture here. He, <laughs> wow. He's like walking through a field. I think he has a dog. He's giving farmer farmer vibes or nature vibes. I see, I see someone with a very like cheeky smile very good sense of humor but someone who can very much counter your I want to say excessive sarcasm but I, I say that with the best <laughs> intent um, I'll take it <laughs> someone who's really patient and someone who likes having their hand held that's who I see you with so basically every Hallmark movie minus the models but he has a few green flags going for him he likes gumboots and dogs and he has a good heart hey we're all them country mice at (laughs) but in all seriousness a cheeky smile and a good sense of humor and somebody that has a kind face sounds wonderful I have to laugh at the dog comment though because I am a dog lover and I mean, whenever somebody says that, you know, the butt that they're about to explain is going to cancel them for life, but hopefully not. So I have been on a date with somebody that had a dog and it was to the extent where the date was basically, well, the short of it is that basically it felt like it was them and then me and I was basically the third wheel in this date. Um, I thought it was endearing going in. He was prioritizing his dog in all the decision making and the date and the time and the scheduling and um, it didn't deter me completely. But when we finally met up, I very soon realized that it was a dog's life indeed and that um, 
I was going to have to take a back seat in this one. So <laughs> um, I learned something very quickly anyway. Coming back to the comment you made about him being attractive because of who he is, I definitely agree and relate with what you said there. But it's definitely something that hasn't necessarily been for me in the dating game in 2022. So being somebody that needs to get to know somebody to find them attractive, I find people attractive when I get to know them and I see the parts of them that shine through and find that endearing and that makes them really good looking to me and when you're trying to date and swipe for people according to basically a quick bio but let's be honest like it's basically what they think are their green flags so the marketing of themselves in a short little snippet um, view of who they are and then you basically have to trust um, what you see through photos if you're going to go the swiping route um, I find that incredibly hard. So like a person who's a really amazing person looks more attractive to you because he's a, an amazing person. Exactly. So how does a personality girl really get to find the right person to go on a date with when you are basing it off photos and really appearance? It's a tricky one. That is a very interesting question. So how do you navigate the whole... Oh, I, refer to it now as tinder swindler i've had so many people encourage me you have to go on that's the new way of dating go on tinder go, no nobody encourages you to go on tinder a lot of people will say go, <laughs> go on Tinder swindler tindler uh, whatever else we've called it in our previous podcasts and i am always open to new opportunities it's not that i'm ashamed or embarrassed it's more that i find it incredibly hard to swipe for people on the basis of their looks so it just doesn't feel sincere like it doesn't you. feel sincere and I'm I'm not closed off to the idea it's not that I'm not going to do it and the irony is I'm almost too scared to speak about this because I feel like I'm going to meet somebody on there because I've said this but I had a really wise friend once say to me that if you go out it's like you going to decadence and Chris walking up to you that is the swipe and then it's a date and it's the same online, you're not, you're not committing to somebody for life by swiping for them. You're saying, I'd like to get to know you better. And, I, and it's, I think that's just a lovely way to see it if you are keen to, to go that route. Well, you're going to have to go on and look. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> I know. That's, the f that's step one. So basically, my online dating life looks like log in, create profile, delete login create profile delete month later login no delete <laughs> <laughs> so I don't stay on there for very long I have done that about three times and then I just haven't done it in the longest time and I just find it and the good news is kids that there are people who don't want to be on there that are on there because they get that in 2022 that's what you've got to do to go on a date so there is hope out there and I know people have gone on fantastic dates people have got married because they met online so I'm not opposed to it and I'm not judging people that are on that online space so as of right now as it stands I'm not keen to go on right now not to say I wouldn't ever go on again but I do think there is, and I'm saying this because I'm sure there are people that can relate, there is a small part of my very sentimental self that hopes to meet somebody outside of that space. And I'm sure the people that are on there wish for the same thing. And that's why the irony of this is, is that you kind of just have to 
normalize the dating life of 2022 and get with the program and that is maybe my own little intervention for myself a self-chat a self-talk that I need but right now I'm happy to go about dating the way I am and in the meantime everybody's granny and grandpa and aunt and uncle are setting me up with somebody it's a weird (laughs) chapter to be living in that's it's it's really it is such a really situation and it's so tough because I think like the intention does come from like people's intention is coming from a good place but I think it's it's kind of like what they want for you as opposed to taking the time to figure out what you want for yourself exactly and what you said about the good intention being there is so true and I can see that people want the best for people in their life and I can see why I get set up with the people I do because I've met some really incredible people on these dates and I can see where the matchup comes in because I'm inc- no I'm joking <laughs> um, because these humans that I'm being set up with have beautiful qualities um, but being set up with somebody doesn't necessarily mean that you are compatible but in saying this have you ever been on some really awful dates before meeting Chris? So I've never been on an awful date, but I do know somebody who was telling me the story. She was on a date with someone and they were at a restaurant having, and they were both eating soup. And one of his, <laughs> it's so awful, one of his tooth fell out and fell into his soup bowl. <laughs> what did she do? <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know. Like, did he have to find hey. the tooth in the soup? Did she just did leave? Did not say anything? She, like, do you say something? I have no idea, actually. I, I, I think I stopped listening after she told me someone's tooth fell out oh, in the soup. Oh, my goodness. But it's the worst date because how awful for that person. That takes being vulnerable to a whole different level. <laughs> oh, it does. That is, is so funny. I was watching a video the other day of a guy speaking about the dates he's going on, and he was mentioning how all the dates he's going on are failing because he keeps putting himself out there and then when he's invested they tell him they're not interested and he's sort of taken the approach of going against society's norm of what you should be like on date so he doesn't wait the three days before messaging he's very courteous very kind he yeah I think he is just sincerely who he is and not desperately so but he's finding it really hard to meet people do you have any theory on why people go for a certain type of person because he tends to go for the same type of girl so he's going for people who don't want him he's going for girls that don't want him so i think this is actually very interesting so my opinion is is that i think he probably has a fear of rejection so we pick people we know don't want us on unconscious level we are picking the type of rejection so when they do reject us it's like you know i know that i'm not their type that's why i'm being rejected as opposed to picking somebody you really like and is your type and then you're going to be rejected you could possibly be rejected based on who you are I think it's a much different fear game playing there which is strange because he's wanting to be rejected because he's controlling the rejection and he's getting into the same situation time and time again I have this theory that people tend to also go for people that fulfill a certain part of them that they didn't get as a child sometimes or a part of them that they're trying to almost keep safe or almost like a defense so if your so if your defense is that you have a fear of rejection or that you're scared of rejection you almost go for somebody that wouldn't reject you 
Or in his case, it might be that he's so used to being rejected that he is attracted to people that will reject him or that he's scared of commitment and therefore goes for a type that will reject him because he'll never actually have to commit. So obviously this is very hashtag deep and looking into childhood and all that jazz, but I do think you can use it to your advantage. For example, if you're somebody that likes to know where you stand with people, then you're likely to choose somebody or you should choose somebody that is open and can communicate with you and doesn't play hard to get, for example. That is also true. So you always have control over the situation. Do you think that like we are attracted to certain features in people? There's so many weird theories about this. Have you seen um, the TikTok game of is it a sibling or is it a partner? I haven't. Oh, Ooh, that sounds <laughs> intriguing and strange at the same time. So you have to go and have a look at it. It's like videos of couples or sisters and brothers and then you have to guess if they're sister and brother or if they're couples but you really can't tell and like some of them you I mean I'm more worried about those that are sister and brother and you think they're couples but the the others like they sincerely they look like brother and sister and so I have had this theory and I've seen it I must be honest I've seen it I've seen people get in relationships and they look similar I'm like you look alike there's To me, there must be some sort of an attraction to a familiarity of what you grew up with or what you loved. Or I know that this gets weird, but I really think there is. That's so interesting because my friend is dating this guy and she sent me a picture of him. And I was looking at him going, I know this man's face from somewhere. I don't know how I know him. And I said to her, I was like, he's so familiar to me. Like, why do I know his face? And she's like, oh, because he looks like me. And then she sent a picture of herself exactly snappy snappy and I'm like he looks familiar to me because I know her face that is how similar they look and it's do you think you and Chris look similar no I don't think we look similar at all why do you do you think we look similar not and it's not features it's I don't know there's just a togetherness you just fit that's really sweet but oh, I don't think we look I don't think we look like oh, I think he's really attractive so if I look like him I'd be I'll like hey that. Myself on the back. I'll take that compliment any day before we started recording this pod I was busy looking through my travel journal and I cannot believe what I found I found what is it the stash of papers and it's a letter I wrote to to who to somebody that I was seeing years ago and I say seeing in very loose terms because we weren't really like seeing each other as in a relationship. But it is funny to read these notes that you write in a time when you do part from somebody that you're seeing and just how dramatic one can be. <laughs> I do. Wa- I want you to read it out loud, but I'm not going to ask you. No, I would read it to you, but I would just probably not put it on the pod. This is so awkward now. <laughs> I was like, I knew this day would come, (laughs) was the title of this letter, so dramatic. So if you're listening, you might want to put on some candles and maybe play some really deep music just to set the mood for what I'm about to read. So I was like, I knew this day would come. So I do apologize for those that are listening and thought they would have the opportunity to hear my very sentimental hashtag deep post parting way words. 
But unfortunately, I can't expose myself like that. But the short of it is that in this letter, I basically said, it's been a wonderful journey and it was great getting to know you. And I'm excited for us to part ways and sort of just go on our own journey, different directions and start new chapters. But that letter is so incredible. Like, I think sometimes like that's just the point of life, that these people come into your life to learn something that you're going to need later down the road. And that you can see that is the point and the experience is the point this doesn't need to be a point bigger than that I agree and I think sometimes we have this tendency of like you know you you meet somebody and there's all this regret around like I wish I hadn't met you or I wish that I had met my husband first or the person I'm with now but you wouldn't be the version of yourself that you are now unless you went through that so what do you think about time in the context of a relationship like timing, should I say? Oh, timing, our good friend timing. So I definitely think you can meet the right person at the wrong time. And I know a lot of people argue and say, if it's the right person, then you will make it work. However, I also know how much humans can evolve within a period of time and how much change can bring people back together because you might then find yourself at a path where you're more compatible or in the meantime, you might have come to a few realizations. And I think we're very hard on people and saying like, what, if he didn't realize it then, why would he realize it now? Or if she didn't make those changes then, why would she change now? A leopard never changes its spots. And I do think that is in some circumstances true, depending on the context. But I do think people can change. And if people come to realize that they miss you or that what they had was amazing, then some people will have the attitude of like, well, it's too late now, mate. But I think actually, if you can come to a place where you've both had time to reflect and both in a, and you're both in a good place to want to get back together, then I think timing is everything. In the same way that you could be really ready to want to meet somebody and meet the wrong person at the right time. And through that journey, you are also going to evolve and change and grow. And the next person you meet, you will be different in terms of what you learned from the last relationship. What do you think about timing? I think timing is the probably one of two of the most important aspects when it comes to relationships. I'll tell you my first one. But I think if you meet someone and you love them and it just doesn't work right now, I think sometimes you just haven't learned what you needed to learn or made decisions or realizations that you've needed to make. And when you've had those experiences and you've come to those realizations, when you meet them again, it is different because you're different. Very true. And I mean, I've had so many friends that have broken up with boyfriends and then gotten back together with them. Yeah, I mean, I always, like Kristen, I always say, I wish that we would have met when we were children and we would have been best friends forever. And and it's sweet. And I know all of the other times when we were, I went to Decadence and I was looking for someone to love and be loved, something in me, I knew it wasn't the right time. And I think if I had met Chris two months before, six months before, I wouldn't have seen it. He would have just been this guy who smiled at me and you and I would have been like, ooh, look at this guy smiling at me. We would have laughed and ran away. And I, you needed, I needed to be ready to be in that place to be like, okay, this is the time. 
And I, I would have missed that opportunity, I think, if it had been any sooner than it was. That is so true. And I don't think any other human or stranger could have smiled that cheesy smile at you and looked at you the way Chris did and that you would have felt the way you did when Chris looked at you that way. Question, I've never asked you this, but was Chris the type of person that you envisioned yourself ending up with? I always wanted someone tall and he's very tall. So yes, Tick. I got that. Tick. <laughs> got that and he is extremely kind and Gentle. I don't yes I didn't know that that's what I needed until I met him he doesn't even kill flies he catches them he catches flies which is the world's greatest skill in my book and he throws them out the window he's just so so gentle but it it's 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 just beautiful like I didn't know that that's what I needed and I think that is probably, for me, one of the biggest things. So would you say being gentle then or somebody that has that kindness or level of kindness is a green flag? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think a very good sense of humor. He's hysterically funny. He's very, he's very intelligent, which I also think is also another green flag. I think with Chris as well, he had this goal when you met him of what he wanted to achieve and what he wanted to study what he wanted to be and so that ambition then turned into him putting his words into action and he is now the walking person of who he wanted to be when he met you 10 years later yeah uh, you don't really meet very many people in life who say they're going to do something and then do it so what green flags do you look for in a relationship so something that I find very attractive is emotional intelligence and a sense of almost like emotional maturity. So somebody that's able to have vulnerable conversations and somebody that's willing to put the work in, being an attentive listener, trying to understand people. Something that I really love is how somebody treats other people. Would you agree? If you are rude to a waiter, it says everything about you. Yes, say it louder for the crowd who are rude to waiters or waitresses or to people in the shops or who don't make an effort to get to know somebody's name when they're paying for their groceries. It says so much about you. Another green flag to me is somebody that's compassionate and somebody that's a really good listener and makes the effort to listen attentively. Wowzers, at this point, I feel like I'm making my list, the list that I tell everybody that I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Another green flag and perhaps more unusual is somebody that doesn't feel the need to play into society's dating rules, like somebody that isn't necessarily going to wait three days before they respond to you or who is going to play hard to get, etc. Is this three-day thing a rule? or It is. It's like a three-day rule, so you go on a date and then you give it, I don't know, maybe I'm being overly dramatic and it's not three days, maybe it's like 24 hours. That's so funny because we went to Decker Dance. We got home at four o'clock in the morning when I met Chris and I went to work at six o'clock. So I had two hours sleep and I obviously was working and it came at 10 o'clock in the, the morning. And I was like, this boy at that stage, we were, I was 21 and he was like 22. So we were boys, boys and girls. I was like, he has not messaged me. <laughs> and I am thoroughly upset. Now this has been like, this is like 10 hours, not even 10 hours. <laughs> and so we, I messaged him. This is so funny. So I messaged him. Who's going to message who first? And as I click send, he sent me a message. So the message went through at the exact 
same time. And he sent this like long message. It was so nice to meet you. La 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 la. All this whole story. No and all he got from me was, who's way. messaging who first? <laughs> <laughs> so three day rule. If he I love if he that. Message me in three days. I would have been like, he's not interested. Well, exactly. And I get the psychology. I get the whole waiting makes you wonder, wonder makes you curious. Is he interested? Isn't he? When he does respond, you get excited. So it does leave this like excitement and this fun element to it. But honestly, where I'm at in my life right now, that whole hard to get situation, and especially when you're going into a relationship that way, um, to me is just immature. And maybe that sounds harsh, but that's just where I'm at. Life is so short for us to sit and wait three days. I totally agree. If anyone is <laughs> listening to this, pick up your damn phone and make message that person this is the call from the universe talking oh have you ever heard of the ick no so it's quite a popular um term that's being used at the moment and people are making quite a few videos of like this is my actual ick so your ick is basically like this cringe almost like this gut feeling that you have so you really desire to be with somebody and then they do something that completely puts you off them and it's really like almost I would like to say you flip your attraction to them in something they've done that is really not meaningful it's like silly so they've got dirty fingernails or they're a noisy eater or they slurp their teeth so for me I've never had this in a relationship but when people sniff but like that deep rolling sniff the amount of fights (laughs) I mean, physical, verbal confrontation, throwing things at people I have been in because of people sniffing. It is insane. Oh, the infamous sniff. I was seeing a guy a couple of years ago and when he was driving, he would sit so close to the steering wheel and he would drive like minus 20 and he was so cautious. He would brake or put his foot on the brake for absolutely everything. So there would be a squirrel on the other continent (laughs) and he would stop and brake. And it was just to the point where like the whole way we would like... I mean, my whole body would flip forward because he was driving so ridiculously and so cautiously, so grandpa-like. And although for some that's like, well, for safety first, he was careful, he was looking after your safety. I get it. And that's why X are X because that word in itself is an ick, but also because <laughs> it's ridiculous. But that was my ick, if I must be honest. That is so funny. Well, I'd love to hear if any of our listeners have any icks that they just can't put up with because that would be so fascinating to know. So you've spoken about green flags, but do you have like any massive red flags? Those big red waving flags. Now wave your flag. Um, I would definitely say somebody that is arrogant and that needs to be the center of attention, especially when it's to the detriment of somebody else. I would also say somebody that gaslights somebody and makes them feel guilty by doing so. Somebody that's passive aggressive. Wowzers, we're going to be here until next year if I keep going. (laughs) Do you have any red flags? So I think for me, my red flags would be anyone who raised their voice to me. Like Chris and I have been dating 10 years. He's never shouted at me once, ever. And I also think another big red flag would be someone who's being manipulative. And I think it speaks a lot about a person who would do anything to get their way. Yes. And I think what's so scary about that is the same way you watch them manipulating other people, they can manipulate you. And you're most likely not going to see that because you're in the relationship. And that's where 
friends come into play and family come into play and those mentors and people in your life that can give you perspective from the outside perspective. In saying that, we have spoken about so many great topics today, but do you have any final thoughts to wrap today's pod up? So my final thoughts for the week. I think a lot of people say that you need to work on your relationships and that is very true, but not only do we need to work on our relationships, I think the more that we work on ourselves, our relationships become easier. And I think that is very true for myself and very true for a lot of people in the world. I think relationships are probably one of the most uniquely human things about us and one of the most beautiful human things about us. I love that. So well put and beautifully said. I heard a quote the other day that said, that in relationships we need to learn to have the mentality of putting in 100% and 100% as opposed to this 50-50 mentality and I thought that was quite cool and such a nice way to see it and now that you've shared your awesome final thoughts you've put the pressure on um, under pressure so my final thoughts would be to not date somebody that drives slowly (laughs) no I'm just joking my final thoughts would be that whichever season you're in whether that be a season of being single, a season of being in a relationship, a season of just having come out of a long-term relationship or perhaps not looking for a relationship at all, be all there and be all in in the season that you're in and embrace it and enjoy it and don't settle for anything less than that. And most importantly, stay true to who you are and stay true to what you believe in the relationship in your season of being single um, and go against society's norms of what relationships should be like just be who you are and authentically so um, so now that I'm done with all that hashtag deep stuff we are going to move on to our challenge for the week our challenge is we want you to think about what green flags you bring to a relationship I think we so often focus on the red flags but today we want you to focus on what your green flags are I absolutely love that. So friends, thank you for joining us today and please join us again next week and interact with our social media posts so we can get to know you better. And friends, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button and interact with our social media posts. We've also got our community pods happening, so look for our link in bio if you would like to be on a community pod. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us today and I think that is drop Mike and drop Veronica from our side. Bye friends. Okay, bye friend. Love you lots. Bye my friend. Lots of love. See you next week.